Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Much positive response about our guests and just doing this, doing the work we're doing. And we're going to do more and more of it. And we're growing and growing. And I thank you because without you guys out there, it would not be possible. So thanks a lot. And please spread the word. Guys, guys, radio. So we'll be back next week. And as I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Matt Mattinson. President Trump is upbeat as he recovers from the coronavirus. We're getting great reports from the doctors. This is an incredible hospital, Walter Reed. The work they do is just absolutely amazing, and I want to thank them all, the nurses, the doctors, everybody here. He appeared in a video on Twitter just before driving by his supporters outside Walter Reed Hospital in Bethesda, Maryland. He said he's getting great reports from his doctors. He added that during his hospital stay, he's been able to visit some of the soldiers and first responders there. He also said he's learned a lot about the deadly virus since catching it. Attorney General Bill Barr is self-quarantining after attending a White House event with officials who have tested positive for coronavirus. A Justice Department spokesperson says Barr has taken four coronavirus tests since Friday and all have come back negative. While it doesn't appear he has the illness, he will stay in quarantine, but he'll likely return to work midweek. Barr attended the White House event to announce a new Supreme Court nominee. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden is again testing negative for the coronavirus. Biden's campaign has said they will disclose the results of every coronavirus test he takes. Last Tuesday, the former vice president was near President Trump at the first presidential debate, though he was more than six feet apart. California wildfires have burned over four million acres in what's already a record-setting fire season. Cal Fire posted the grim milestone in its daily statewide summary on Sunday. It listed more than 8,200 fires so far in 2020, which is more than double the previous record. 31 people have lost their lives and more than 20,000 firefighters have responded to major blazes across the state. Many experts say climate change is the biggest single factor driving California's unprecedented wildfire season. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. This is KCAA. Hello, here's some breaking news for new Medicare plans in your area. Hi, I'm George Litchfield with Litchfield Insurance Associates and Medicare Clarified, where you can get up-to-date info by calling 951-314-1949 and get the answers you need. There are new plans with extra benefits. At Litchfield Insurance Associates, we have the info you need to see if you qualify. If you haven't done a Medicare check, you can do so now during this special window of time from October 1st to December 7th. For local assistance, there are several ways to get help and assistance in person or remotely. For answers to your Medicare plan questions, you can call to schedule your complimentary consultation today at 951-314-1949. That's 951-314-1949 and get your Medicare clarified. And remember, there's never any charge for our services. This segment brought to you by a really special story. Once upon a time, in a TV land far, far away, people used to perch clothesline-looking TV antennas on their roofs. Sometimes they used tinfoil, too. All was good, and the rest was free. 
People crowded around their TV sets, listening to the chimes and watching the peacocks. Then one day, video killed the radio star, and TV cable was born. And everyone started watching cable TV, but it wasn't free. In fact, it was expensive. Then one day, the FCC said all TV would be digital, and it would be free again over the air. 2, 2.1, 2.2, and on and on. You can call 909-475-7787. That's 909-475-7787. Or you can log on to SoCalFreeTV.com. That's SoCalFreeTV.com. If you're looking for a full or part-time sales position and you have radio, TV, or print media experience, KCAA has a great opportunity waiting for you that pays the highest commissions in the market. KCAA is the only station in the IE that broadcasts on three frequencies, so advertisers receive three ads for one low rate. This makes KCAA a must-buy for every local business. If you're interested in a sales position with us, email CEO at KCAARadio.com. In the Inland Empire, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. Like the one who mowed your lawn and trimmed that week you were sick. Well, here's another good neighbor you can count on. State Farm agent Joe Amlani and his team, they're here to help life go right when you combine your home and auto insurance, which can save you money and time. So combine home and auto and start savings today rolling. Call State Farm agent Joe Amlani, 909-894-4619 today. Bob Vila here with my home improvement tip of the day. For decades now, if you wanted a smooth, resilient finish on a table you were painting, you turned to oil-based paints. They stuck to the finish better than water-based, they left fewer brush marks, and they created a rock-hard finish. But with the drawbacks to oil-based paint, long drying times, more difficult cleanup, along with health and environmental concerns, consumers have been increasingly choosing latex and acrylic paints instead. So, are they selling for a subpar finish? Not anymore. Paint producers have been fiddling with new additives that help water-based paints mimic the good qualities of their oil-based cousins, but without the health concerns. In fact, development of acrylic paints has progressed to the point where many products actually surpass the performance of oil-based. Bottom line, new water-based and acrylics combine the best of two worlds, and that makes them worth a serious look when you're planning your next painting project. Get more info at BobVila.com and right here at home with me, Bob Vila. Prologic Radio, your mind spring. Give me less commercials, that's what we need. KCAA Loma Linda. Awesome radio station. It's Sunday night on KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. I'm Sam Works, and you're listening to Whatever Works. Tonight, I have a very special guest. She is my mother, and today we're Don't just going to... say gonna, it like that, my mother. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about how COVID-19 affected us personally here in 2020. Hey, Mom, how you doing? Good. Okay, first things first, <laughs> I don't live with her, so I don't get to see her too often, but I do go to her house for lunch and just eat her food and leave. That's why I'm just mother, not yeah. mommy anymore, I guess. Not anymore. Grown up. Big 2-1. <laughs> so, Mom, how is, uh, how's your year so far here in 2020? It's been crazy, let me tell you. What? <laughs> so, what is the most, what are some of the major impacts that happened to you during this whole, uh, this year? Well... In the beginning. All right, story time. Yeah, story time. I cannot believe the Kobe Bryant thing in the beginning. I was sad and Mom, you crying. Mom, you don't even watch basketball. Yes, but I like Kobe <laughs> Bryant, and your auntie loves Kobe Bryant, and a lot, a lot of people friends know Kobe Bryant. And yes. I was in tears. I cannot believe this helicopter thing, and I was like, oh, man, it can't get worse than this. <laughs> you know. Oh, Real legends die young, and that, that's just how it is. In a helicopter. <laughs> In a helicopter. With his daughter. It was pretty sad. It was tears for me. And where were you? How did you hear about that? Were you at home? Were you at the gym? 
Oh, let's see. I was at home. Saw it on TV. And then I was like, oh, I got a call, Stara. She's devastated. That's mm. her idol. You know, your auntie loves Kobe. Yes. And which aunt is that again? Auntie Stara. Auntie Astara. Yes. By the way, yeah. You just got to let the public know. Okay. <laughs> so I swear she probably took a day off in mourning. I don't know. And what did you do? I was stood there in shock, but mostly it's because it was him and his daughter, you know, and I have four kids. And I can't imagine, like, how that mom was feeling. Yeah. Like, losing her husband and her daughter. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, well, life goes on, and then boom, you guys can't come back to school anymore. <laughs> like, what is going on? Oh, yeah, there's a coronavirus. I'm like, corona what? <laughs> Who? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for um, those who are listening, my mom is a teacher. So that affected her in a, in a pretty big way as, as in her career. Um, so what grade do you teach, Mom? I teach third graders, sweet little eight, nine-year-olds. And I love it. And you get to just be close to those kids. You walk around. You see what they're doing and conversations and pulling them back to your back table. And then all of a sudden, that was just gone. And I was like, you want me to do what? Teach online? Are you kidding me? How do you teach an eight-year-old and a nine-year-old online? I don't get it. I'm like, okay, I know they play video games, but you want them to, like, see my face online, like, actually get on the computer and be able to go on some Google Meet thing? I'm like, do they even have computers? How would they do this? I'm like, how are they all going to get computers? And how did your uh, school um, fix that problem? Well... The school district started handing out computers to the parents. And, but then I'm like, wait a minute, don't these, don't these parents work? <laughs> like, who's going to be with them at home? There are so many concerns. And then I'm like, well, maybe they don't work because, well, there's the coronavirus. You can't go to work, you know? Facts. I'm like, I don't know. Like, whether they do go to work because they're essential workers and they work at a grocery store, then who's watching these kids and who's putting them on the computer and... How are they getting on and there's passwords involved? And <laughs> so which, which side do you think is more stressful? Like the teacher side trying to get everything worked and fixing together or like the kids and parenting side trying to listen and figure out what the teachers want? Well, I know this is cliche, but <laughs> we're all in it together. We're all a big mess. That's what it is. <laughs> we are all together a mess and we're trying to figure it out. And the teachers are really concerned that you know, in the classroom, you can walk around and you can see, oh, this kid doesn't get it. And I see why, because they did this. They didn't add this. They didn't carry the one. Okay, I got it. I can show them how to do that, you know? And, you know, Johnny's over there crying. You can go over there and talk to him and, you know, see what's wrong. And on the computer, you're like, you can't see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and is you it... Can't. Is it mandatory for kids to um, have their camera on, or does all your kids just have their cameras off? That's a struggle. At first, it wasn't mandatory, but now they're trying to make it mandatory, and honestly, I really don't know anymore. Because (coughs) now they're trying to, on Google Meets, there's supposed to be some kind of background thing, so you can only see the kid and fade the background. Because the big worry is, you know, some kids might not want the background to be shown, like people walking behind or, or just whatever. Like posters just, in the background, inappropriate. Yeah, just because you don't know. I, I heard that um, <laughs> one of the students, um, not, not in her school, but like a college student, um, was doing the video chat, whatever, and he had a bong like in the video. And he didn't know because he was in the background. So he was kind of like oblivious about it. But um. Oh, no, and, and then I think that families are working together. Like, maybe an aunt is not working, so all the cousins are going to that house to do the Internet, you know, because who's going to watch the kids? And all kinds of racket. You hear other teachers teaching at the same time as you are. Mm. And then you hear, like, you know, just traffic in the background or 
or fire trucks in the background or whatnot in the background. And now we actually start handing out um, earphone things oh, okay, so that that's cool. um, block out the noise of the background. Right. But uh, it's it's been hard on the parents because they got to do homework, and all this homework is on different platforms of which you need passwords and you need to be able to get on and the kid doesn't know his password or the parents not technologically savvy and they're all trying to help the kid and you get homework that comes back blank and like I can't grade this because it's it's blank right <laughs> and then they're like it wouldn't let me type teacher I don't know what to tell Using you every excuse in the book huh uh, yeah, it's, it's, and, you know, we had computers at our school. We have technology at our school. But I did a lot of old school stuff, you know, and I didn't do a lot of my teaching on the computer. I mean, I'd show stuff on the screen or whatever. So I'm struggling trying to figure out, oh, how can we keep these students engaged? Like, not sitting in front of the curator, just going, this is... Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So boring. Like, when are we off for school? <laughs> When's recess, huh? You know, trying to make it more interactive. And then you try different apps, or I guess you call them apps, or different websites. And you're trying to, like, figure out how to get these kids, like, happy to be there and <laughs> trying to figure out how to yeah, teach Yeah, honestly, them. Um, props to you, Mom, because... You know, when they first started the online classes and stuff, my mom just had the computer stressing out. And then, you know, next thing you know, just Amazon packages started coming to her <laughs> house. And she has, like, she has the whole setup, you know. She turned my brother's room into an office. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. I walk in there, and she has, like, all these lights and these stands. She got her whiteboard, and, you know, she really um, put some work into it. So it's pretty good. good <laughs> One of the lights is funny because it's a big, giant circle. And the circle shows up on my whiteboard, and they're like, what is that circle, they, teacher? They just see it? the sun on the whiteboard or something? <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm trying to create lighting so that you can see this whiteboard. It's just not quite working. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Maddie, she came to the house, and she was like, you guys don't believe in lights? Because when you, when you walk into her house, there's no, like, ceiling lights. There's no lamps. And if the lamps are there, there's no light bulbs in there. Like, it gets pretty dark pretty fast. So it's pretty funny. <laughs> well, when it first happened and it was all brand new, and we were just like, oh, just get online, just try to help out, just whatever you can do, because we had no training whatsoever. We just got computers and that was it. And we're like, oh, what, what, what now? The first week, I was just, the kids were coming, and I'm like, I'm going to try to make the kids happy. So I'm walking around with my computer showing them the dogs and the chickens. And the chickens and, and stuff. The yeah. Fish. It did get their attention, though, right? <laughs> yeah. The, the kids liked it. They're like, oh, that's your dog. Let me show. We were like show and tell for a week. <laughs> so how many how many kids are um, in your class? Well, now I got 20, but. How many show up? Not, uh, yeah, 17 to 20. And, you know, some of them are kind of sneaky, trying to leave early. Because <laughs> right. I see on the chat box, I'm like, mm, where's so-and-so? <laughs> yeah, my I go to college. And my professor, he takes roll call three times when, when we first go on Zoom and then when we go on our break and then when we leave. So we can't we can't be sneaky with that. <laughs> no, but, you know, like the, the first week, though, I was trying to s see how these kids felt because I thought maybe they were scared, you know, like right. all of a sudden we're not going to school. And, I, and then I didn't know what I was doing, and I'm like, oh, just trying to – gauge their feelings to try to see if you know how they are emotionally that first yeah. week we did that yeah On, like, i was freaking out so i knew they had me yeah <laughs> college kids you know that's a different story because you can take online classes and 
you know, we know the lingo, we know how everything works, but, you know, you being an elementary teacher teaching these eight-year-old, nine-year-olds, I mean, they can put it down on the resume, like, hey, I know how to do <laughs> Zoom class meetings, by the way, you know? Oh, like, they can share their screen now. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty good. That's um, They take advantage fun. of the teachers, especially the other day when my mic stopped working, and they couldn't hear me, and then all of a sudden, there's screen sharing popping up everywhere, <laughs> and I'm like, <sighs> and they're laughing, because, like, I was talking, they're like... In the chat box, we can't hear you. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> Technology, what are you going to do? So I had to shut down everything. And Restart. Then turn it on. Uh, and then I, I got back on. And they could hear me. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Um. <laughs> and then one of the kids like, I'm sharing my YouTube video I made. I'm like, your parents let you post stuff on YouTube? Hey, oh, yeah. Hey, if he, if he can <laughs> post a YouTube video, that's pretty good. He can be in class, you know? <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't need all that extra help. Yeah, and then they they do have technology. They have phones and stuff. And I'll catch up. Like one kid has glasses, and I'm like, "You're playing a video game while you're on with me." Oh, you see the how reflection. You, yes. Huh? He's like, "How do you know?" I'm like, "I know." <laughs> That's horrible. You know, when when we first started doing Zoom classes, um, on, on like us college kids. Everyone was on the cameras. All the cameras were mm -hmm. on. Everyone was participating. And now I don't see a single person on there. And I feel bad for the professor because it's like, who is he talking to? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, he's, he's, only, he's talking to, like, a blank screen. And it's like, I'm the only one that has their camera on. But yet I'm at work. So I just, I just look funny. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I, but my class is very engaged. You know, we use the chat box all the time. And it's fun. But I do like being on campus. I do like getting ready for school because it helps me motivate, you know? Well, these kids, I keep telling them, you are in school. Do not wear your pajamas. <laughs> like, pretend that you are actually going to go to school because I think when you're in your pajamas, you're more relaxed and then you're not, you know, paying attention because you're at home. And I'm like, you put on some nice clothes and find a quiet spot and sit up straight. Do not lay on your bed. You're in school. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, when all the campuses are open, like in high school, everyone dressed to impress. Mm -hmm. um, but in college... Well, not oh, not, oh, yeah, high school, well, not yeah. college. College, <laughs> on the other hand, everyone's in their pajamas, you know? Like, At least you're sitting in a chair inside of a university building, not yeah. laying on your bed. <laughs> hey, preference, honestly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's times I went to school in pajamas. I had a test. I was up all night, all nighter, and I looked scary. <laughs> Eight o'clock in the morning. It's time for the test now. <laughs> oh, man. So, what's next? Do you think that um, it's not permanent, right? The whole Zoom <sighs> online classes? You probably know more than uh, I know because, you know, your teachers in the district. They're saying, they're saying possibly January but we'll go back to school but it would be smaller classes probably split the classes now are they saying that in a reference of Trump still being in office or are they saying that they're just, just saying that because of COVID they want if we go back they're trying to be as safe as possible they don't want any staff or students you know getting it so and what is your view on that do you think that us kids should go or you too as well go back to school or i want uh, you know it's so <laughs> it's so scary <laughs> I'm, I'm like i want to go back to school i think these kids need to be around the other kids they need to socialize they need to be kids not sit there on the computer and be kind of detached in a way even though they're on the computer and they can see other kids it's still still detached yeah they're not physically interacting yes they're just and that's virtually a, that's very important you know especially when you're little that's how you develop your how you social act skills. around social skills and yeah that is that is like one of the biggest things but then i am scared like what well, they get cold you know what i mean like but so i don't i don't know but they're gonna have us wear masks they already ordered um plastic to go in between the desks mm. they're already have a plan for spacing out students it's gonna be like a whole different world actually and i don't know if i'm gonna like it <laughs> but i guess it's gotta be the safe way i mean if if we, we have to do our best 
yeah when it comes to like things like that like um big i, I don't want to say big changes but like big events mm -hmm. um, make big changes in the world like permanent changes and i don't know if this is going to be one about like school but you know at the same time i was thinking like oh, maybe they're going to keep it permanent because there's too many school shootings and then, like, this whole COVID thing. And it's like, you know, they probably spend a lot of money trying to build schools and, you know, stabilize schools. Well, I'm thinking... It's also a moneymaker, but, you know, that to the side. Yeah, money just talks, doesn't it? <laughs> but I think there's going to be a lot more kids online. I think that parents might start choosing to do online school instead mm. some i mean i prefer on um you know on campus and stuff but online classes hey if you're just there to get your stuff done then online's the way to go you know but elementary school no <laughs> you are like developing your social personality you know mm -hmm. you get ideas from other students you Work out problems. You problem meet your solving. girlfriend. Yeah, you meet your girlfriend. <laughs> problem solving skills and just on the computer, it's kind of weird because you see people, but you they're just in the computer, almost like you're watching TV. Yeah, and it's probably so much easier to cheat. Oh like yeah. Online. And oh, stuff. testing. I have kids. Okay, that I know they're not test that high because I got their scores <laughs> from they, last year. <laughs> I got the scores from last year, and I'm like, wow. You must really been learning. You are eight, and you are scoring an eighth grade math. Wow. <laughs> How'd you do it? Huh. <laughs> no, and then we have when we do our assessments, they're supposed to keep their camera on, so that we could see if anybody's trying to help them right kind of thing but still yeah they, uh, they got ways <laughs> one of my friends uh she's in chemistry and she had to take a test but the way they did it it wasn't through like an ordinary online testing website but the program was like it would tell the professor or the teacher or whatever like if they exited that window mm -hmm. or opened a new tab and there's like a mouse tracer so mm -hmm. it, and what you're looking at too so you can't just go on your phone and mm -hmm. take the test on your laptop like it has like a camera watching like your eye your eye view and weird? stuff super crazy and i'm like well i guess there's i guess that's one way of people are watching <laughs> it's that uh big brother stuff you know? oh no you can tell how long they took a test because well say, yeah that's you know just put a timer on oh they spent three minutes oh okay <laughs> When you should have spent an hour, but it tells me you spent three minutes. Mm -hmm. And how do they get their um, physical education? Oh, the PE teacher gets online. Yeah, he has a class. They're supposed to show up and do whatever he tells them to do in the living room or whatnot. How many class or subjects are do little kids learn? Well, like third grade. I mean, we have. The English, English, math, history, math, science. History, science. It's yeah. an all-day thing, huh? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And right now I'm deep into social studies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when we come back on our break, we're going to um, talk more about it. Uh, we were just talking about how, um, you know, COVID-19 affected us personally and talking about my mom because she's a teacher. So when we come back on the show, we're going to continue on. All right. Thank you. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292 FQ Riverside, and K293 CF Moreno Valley. Exploring Science in the Sea. In Greek mythology, Hades was the underworld, the dark realm of the dead. And that seemed like a good description of the deepest parts of the ocean. They're dark, and until fairly recently, were thought to be lifeless. So scientists called the region below about 20,000 feet the Hadal Zone, after Hades. It turns out, though, that the Hadal Zone is a lot livelier than expected. Biologists have discovered more than 400 species there, fish, shellfish, worms, snails, and others. 
They've also found thriving colonies of microorganisms in the sediments. The Hadal Zone encompasses only a tiny fraction of the ocean floor, and it's not all connected. Instead, it consists of 46 troughs and trenches, depressions that are up to about seven miles deep. So life can be different in different parts of the Hadal Zone. All of it faces some of the most extreme conditions on the planet. The temperature is near freezing, for example, and the pressure is hundreds of times greater than at the surface. Yet life has adapted to those conditions. The deepest known fish, a pink snailfish at about 27,000 feet, doesn't have an air bladder to control its depth, for example, and its cells contain enzymes that help it survive the pressure. Life has been found in even the deepest trench, the Mariana Trench in the Western Pacific Ocean, and so has evidence of human influence, high levels of pollution in living organisms, and even trash sitting on the bottom, relics from the land of light in the underworld. For the University of Texas Marine Science Institute, I'm Holly Brawley. Are you looking for health care using a non-toxic medical approach to regain your health? My name is Gilberto Alvarez, MD, Medical Director at Stella Mars Clinic, Tijuana, Mexico. I will be your personal physician to help you recover. My 40 years of experience using non-toxic approaches to health problems, including cancer, allow me to provide you with effective, proven, safe treatment for your health challenges. Call 619-405-5199. That number again, 619-405-5199. Since 1993, the Stella Mars Clinic has treated cancer patients using... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Untoxic medical treatments offer at Stellamar's Clinic. Call 619-405-5199. That number again, 619-405-5199. The Stella Maris Clinic in Tijuana, Mexico, five minutes from the U.S.-Mexico border. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pau de arco Tahibo tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea can be tremendously beneficial for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease. A one-pound package of tea is $34.95 plus shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T, and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5, California time. That's 818-610-8088. Hills Country Kitchen is now open for business. Thank you to our latest KQLH 92.5 FM listing post, Hills Country Kitchen, where you'll hear KQLH playing daily. Log on to kqlhradio.com if you want your business to be a KQLH listing post. Hills Country Kitchen, the newest restaurant in Yucaipa at the corner of 15th and Yucaipa Boulevard, across from Crafton Hills College, located in the collection of Crafton Hills Shopping Center, along with Laser Legacy, the original Rosie's, Hills Country Kitchen, where you're always welcome. Hills has the recipe for delicious breakfast, reasonably priced lunches, and amazingly scrumptious dinner. Hills Country Kitchen in Yucaipa is now open for breakfast and lunch and amazingly scrumptious dinner every day. And thank you to our latest KQLH 92.5 FM listing post. K-C-A-A This is how we do it. 
This is how we do All right, and we're back on KCAA, 10.50 a.m., station that leaves no listener behind. Now, we're just talking about my mom's um, teachings and stuff, how coronavirus affected it, and, you know, her third grade, third grade kids that <laughs> are trying to, you know, pass their classes and move on with their lives to, you know, start <laughs> a future. Move on to fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> right, if they can. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but... You know, coronavirus also affected a lot of other things besides school. Um, you know, I I was supposed to be attending um, a couple of my friends' weddings this year, and they all got canceled or at least postponed. Um, the gyms obviously are closed, and that's a little struggle for me. Yeah, look at my arms now. And they're big, and it's not because I've been working out. You know, what, we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna skip that subject. <laughs> um. But my mom over the weekend did go to a wedding, and uh, how'd that go, mom? Oh, it was good. But the wedding was actually supposed to be like three months ago, I think, on a boat in Newport. Fancy. <laughs> yes, but due to coronavirus, her <laughs> fairy tale wedding—it was supposed to be actually a fairy tale wedding. Like we were supposed to wear like prom type stuff. It was black tie, and you had a you know, expensive clothing, <laughs> not like, oh, it was like prom versus going to, wait, what is the other one that they go to at dances, those high school dances? Homecoming? Homecoming. So uh. it was like prom, not homecoming. Get it? It's extra fancy. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that got canceled because of coronavirus. You can't have a whole bunch of people on a boat. Come on now. Because <laughs> you're really going to be you're, in close quarters. Yeah, you're okay? isolated. There's no <laughs> escape. <laughs> So, you know, they, they're actually been together for 10 years. Oh, wow. So when this happened, she was bawling because she was like, I finally got him to marry me and I can't get married. You know what? <laughs> she, they should just have a second wedding <laughs> just for the fun of it, you know? Like, no, but they got their, their wedding, though, this weekend. This past weekend was in Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Okay, yes. I thought it was San Jose. So Santa Cruz. <laughs> And um, we all had to wear masks for the whole ceremony. But they bought us masks. Like, I had a silky white mask with a little filter. Silk. That's you know, pretty yeah, good. Fancy. Yeah. fancy. Real fancy. Yeah, it was white. And then and then the guys had a maroon one. So See, yeah. I saw Sergio. <laughs> um, Sergio's my uncle. And he. I saw him in a burgundy tux. Uh-huh. Man, he was looking good. Yeah. I was like, okay, Sergio. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, he called me um, before he went out. He's like, yeah, yeah, I just got sized up. I got measured. You know, I'm getting ready for that wedding. Got my tux ordered. I was like, what? You're wearing a tux <laughs> to a, a wedding? You're not even the one getting married, you know? So <laughs> I guess that really is like a prom versus homecoming type thing. Yeah, it's still pretty fancy. And then it, then the uh, reception was at a house and um, mostly outside. Right. You know, um, not everybody wore masks like during the whole time, but... We were outside. We really didn't go inside. I guess mm. just like a restaurant, <laughs> people are eating outside and not inside kind of right. thing, I guess. So what were you wearing? Oh, I had this pretty uh, black and flowery <laughs> outfit, little flowy thing going. <laughs> was it a dress, a yeah, skirt? Yeah, no, oh, okay, it was a okay. dress. Yeah. I saw, I saw pictures and it looked really good. You guys are by the beach, right? Yeah, it was right on the ocean. So... She still got her fairy tale, not on a boat, but <laughs> near the ocean. It's there. And the family yeah. friend actually owns a house, like right there in Santa Cruz. So, um, of course, the wedding was smaller than it was supposed to be because now they only let a few people come. So you guys were like VIP. Of course, we're family. Right? <laughs> of course. Okay. No, because the original wedding was like. I don't know, over 150 people or something. And this one, I think it was down to like four, 40 maybe? Maybe like 40. 40 or so. So Plus, it was all the way in Santa Cruz, so you had to... You got to drive. You had to trek up there, so... <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have been doing their weddings pretty far, and it's like, I can't make it, man. <laughs> I, can't, I don't got enough plane tickets to go. <laughs> like, our friend Simon Trejo, he just got married, and... Where do you get married at? Utah? Utah uh-huh. Yeah, that 
that was also on a Zoom meeting, and they did a really good job putting mm -hmm. that together and, you know, doing, like, an appreciation video and all this good stuff. And Utah looks beautiful. I've never been to Utah, mm -hmm. and it looks it looks beautiful out there. Oh, it, yeah, it is beautiful. You're going to come next time. It almost, looks, <laughs> it almost looks untouched because here in California, you look around, and there's always, like, you know, some industrial building somewhere, like anywhere yeah. you look, you know? Yeah, that's out, that's out in the middle of nowhere. Nothing but trees and rocks and mountains. So, mm. yeah, but the the wedding was, it was amazing. And you could tell, you know, they've been together for 10 years. And everybody was just like, finally. <laughs> right. And it's it's nice, too, because, you know, we have all this racial, racial tension going on in this world. Right. And... The guy, the nephew, my nephew, is actually half black and half Mexican, and he looks full on black, and the girl is white. Yeah? <laughs> and then there was just a mixture of all kinds of races there you know, at this wedding. They're setting a, a good example, you know, yeah. of like mingling together and, you know, not dividing our country. So He was kind of scared, though, um, to marry her with when this racial stuff started exploding because he, he, um, he was scared to have a white woman as his wife, him being black, that they're going to be somehow... Separated. <laughs> someone's going to do something, huh? Yeah, people are going to say stuff and just, like, ruin their whole, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. And yeah. to have kids, and they, they, don't want their, they don't want their kids to be you know, um, picked on for being like half black and half white and, right. and, but, <laughs> but in the end though, before all this happened, I mean, they've been gone 10 years. They've been together. Congratulations, you by know? the way. Yeah. And, um, I don't know what's going on in this world right now that all of a sudden everything's racial. Hate, hate, hate. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know how, how our family is. Like um, Sparkle and Donnie, Sparkle's Sparkle's black and Donnie's Filipino and yeah. stepdad's from Saudi Arabia for goodness sakes, <laughs> you know. Muhammad. Stepmom from <laughs> Thailand and yeah, you know. Grandma from the Philippines. Yeah, I mean we're like a multiracial family and and um, just growing up that way, I didn't feel race. You know what I mean? And so all these people are just like as black as white. It's I'm just like, what is wrong with you? You're people. Yeah. <laughs> people are people. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> like, like if if everyone was blind, they wouldn't, you know, hate <laughs> against each other unless like they did something stupid. But yeah, I do agree. It, it is a little crazy and uh, absurd. But um, you know, everyone it's has their views absurd. and <laughs> whether like how they get taught growing up or just like the stories they were told. Yeah. You know. In the past, and you know, you guys went to school, or you guys went to school. You're like the only white-looking yeah, kids <laughs> there. Yeah. So me and my brothers, I have two older brothers. Um, we're all 18 months apart, and in elementary, we went to a school where we're just like the only white kids. And it's either there's only two ways: it's either everyone's gonna hate us, or everyone's gonna love us. And uh, luckily, everyone loved us, so that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> we <laughs> were safe. Uh, but we did have my mom. My mom was a teacher there as well, and you know, she wanted us kids to be there. And once we hit middle school, you know, mm -hmm. kids get a little more feisty and stuff. And my mom did not want my oldest brother to go to middle school in that area. So, um, you know, we, we transferred and, you know, er everything went well. Everything worked out. So it was pretty fun. I think raci racism is taught, you know. You're not born racist. You know, you're like you, when you wake up, you're three years old. You don't know the difference when you're out in the playground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's also <laughs> like... The movies and mm -hmm. the shows you watch and stuff, you know, yeah. they just the way they um, show everything is kind of. I don't know. I don't know why I got on this soapbox. I guess I'm disturbed because, like, Portland, Oregon, the place that I love to go vacation all the time because you have family. Yeah. I heard it's just being like utterly destroyed right now. Yeah, I was I was I watching um, <laughs> some videos on YouTube. About brings me that. to tears. Because <laughs> we still got family out there, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah. But um, in the city of Portland, not like outside of Portland, like. Yeah. where it's all happening and it's a little scary because you think about them you wonder if like they're okay and stuff and yeah. you know they haven't called so it's either they're doing okay or <laughs> and then seattle you know, seattle is pretty messed up now too mm -hmm. and uh <laughs> then the fires happen i'm like what is wrong with 2020 <laughs> man 
<laughs> you know, people lost their mind. <laughs> so the place that I live at doesn't have insulation. So when it's hot, it's hot. And when it's cold, it's cold. Well, I recently, you know, summer ended, even though it's still hot here. But I finally bought an air conditioner. And when all the fires were happening, it cooked my house. Like the fires weren't even near my house, but they were up in the mountains and, you know, I go outside and I can see the flames at night. It's really cool, but I'll be sweating. I can't sleep and, you know, it was just, it was really bad. So I was like, you know what, I'm, the air conditioner I bought was like 500 bucks. Oh, it was like $400. And I was like, I don't want to spend that much, this and this and this. And my best friend that I live with, he bought the air conditioner like months and months and months ago. Like he, he prepped, you know, he got, he got ready and, you know, he, he told me it was, it's better, it's bittersweet. You know, you don't want to spend all that money, but at the end of the day, like, you don't want to fry either. Yeah, you don't want to sweat and get a bunch of back knee and, like, can't sleep and stuff. So <laughs> finally bought it, and um, I love it. I love the air conditioner. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I think so everybody would like a, a air working conditioner air conditioner in house. Yeah. It's I'm sure they're making a lot of money right now with people's air conditioners breaking down. I didn't know this, but if you ran it too long, all day long, it will actually freeze, and you have to shut it off for a whole day. So it'll Let like, it thaw out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh. That's new. I never heard that one before. <laughs> yeah. So for those people yeah. investing, I mean, don't quote me on it, but um, Soldier Boy, I don't know if you know who that is, Mom. Um, but when coronavirus happened, he invested in like soap and like stuff like that, and his money quadrupled, like oh, real yeah. quick. You know, everyone everyone just bought all the soaps, all the hand sanitizer, toilet paper, toilet paper. <laughs> I don't. What do you need toilet paper for if the world's gonna end? Like, <laughs> TP my house. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Please TP my house right now because uh, I need the toilet paper. I'll just go grab it off the tree. <laughs> Next subject. I don't mind. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Normally um, I'd be mad, but you know this time I'll let you slide. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> this year is definitely crazy. Um, the gyms. I'm I'm sad about the gyms. You know what I mean. But again, that that opens up my schedule. You yeah. know because. If you are dedicated and you got things to do, you only have a certain amount of time during the day, but you got, like, although there's only 24 hours in a day, there's an infinite, infinite amount of days, you know? But going to the gym was definitely one of my priorities that I had to schedule on every single day. And, you know, I re at first I was very angry that I couldn't work out, you know? And it's like, all right, so what do you do at home? You do some push-ups, mm -hmm. you do some crunches maybe i don't know depending on how you feel but now that the gyms are closed i you know my schedule's opened up a little more i can go out and do some other things but yeah we don't feel as healthy though but yeah. it's so weird okay so like the nail salons are closed and the hair places are closed but then you see all these people eating outside next to each other like they're not wearing masks because they're eating you know how they said oh you can have outdoor seating and you see, like, hundreds of people, like, sitting next to each other. And I'm like, go to a little salon, and they got a mask on. They're, like, scrubbing down everything. And, like, you're sitting with your hands all the way out. I'm like, which one's safer? <laughs> I'm thinking, why are you closing the nail salon for? <laughs> you know what's crazy about, no sense. about the restaurants? It's like, um, you know, these restaurants try to do as much as they can to, you know, bring people in and stuff. And although you can't sit inside, you know, they have tents like in the parking lot, in the parking lot. That's like closed in with like air conditioner, just like circulating like the air, like particles and stuff. So really they're inside, but y'all just, it's crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But I am so glad because I get claustrophobic. I can't stay inside the house that long unless I'm like reading a really good book or something. <laughs> and I got to go outside. You know, I have to go outside even if I'm just going to go to like, I don't know, get a coffee. <laughs> So I'm like happy to go eat outside and but it's weird though because there's like different camps of people who are like so scared of the coronavirus and then people are like this is fake this is. <laughs> and then and then there's people that don't know what to think <laughs> you don't know anymore you don't know what to think anymore <laughs> yeah my my girlfriend was really stressing because she was like you know we're all doomed. Like, we're all going <laughs> to get it. And, like, I don't want to scare the people listening. <laughs> but, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like, because they're, like, saying, oh, 
it can live for like two years inside your freezer or like <laughs> it can be like on your toilet. Like, okay, cool guys. Like it's on your phone. Like, all right, but we've been through it. pandemics before. So many, like not us, not, not us, us personally, personally, but our nation, the world, there's been pandemics and, um, you can look it up in history. There's two or three in this last century. Yeah. But like I was saying though, um, because with all those pandemics, a lot of things, changed you know yeah and so like during this pandemic you know we gotta we gotta figure out what's what's gonna change now i'm wondering like if we didn't have all this technology would the school still be closed like or would they just force them to go to school because you can't not be in school for a whole entire oh if we didn't year. have like computers and stuff yeah like or would they be just teaching outside or <laughs> yeah. i think the the swine flu or I forgot which one it was. They still went to school, but they wore the garb and... They covered themselves? Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, I, how do you... And how do you uh, go without school for like a year? Like, are they... Are they be afraid that we'd get it and all kinds of stuff. And, and do you still <laughs> stay in the same grade you were? Do you move up the next grade? Like... <laughs> <laughs> you know like i remember when i was younger i was like like eight or nine and i was telling myself i was doing the math all right i'm gonna graduate in 2017 you know i'm gonna be this old when i graduate this and this and this and you know if i mean things happen you know so oh, the the graduations they had to go in a car and pick up their diploma a line of cars okay that's have a ceremony that's not being creative though i'm that's sure sad <laughs> I'm sure they could have figured out something better than having people do a drive-by. That's <laughs> what they did. Honestly, it's a drive-by. And then uh, even on our street, when they graduated, they, they everybody had signs and people were honking, 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 going down the street, honking. And then we did it to uh, Elijah. Right, with, yeah. We had bubble, gu bubble guns. <laughs> and then we were like, come out. We're like honking. And, and yeah. <laughs> and for the some, some schools, when they did the graduation, they were like, okay, um, don't don't honk your car. Don't be loud. You know, be respectful. Whatever. You think, you think anyone <laughs> listened to, to that? Did anybody listen on Fourth of July? No fireworks. <laughs> Man, where I live, <laughs> no public gathering. When where I live, there's still fireworks going off, and it's like, <laughs> I get tired. I'm like, are th like, how do they have this much of fireworks? Like, y'all should have just blown them off on Fourth of July. What are you doing? You know. Just slowly getting rid of their stash. Yeah, slowly. <laughs> because they got they got away with it this Fourth of July because nobody wanted to enforce it. People understood, yeah. And <laughs> honestly, I'm surprised that um, you know the fires weren't started during Fourth of July because it's everywhere, right? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I was not sleeping, <laughs> and I was afraid the dogs were going to jump over the fence, but they were okay. Yeah, in in my neighborhood, you really got to tell the difference between a gunshot and a firework. <laughs> so it's like when you <laughs> when you hear like a repetitive bang, then it's just like you get worried. But if it's just like one, like <laughs> then it's just like okay, it was a firework. It was like, a firework. Good. Why? And what? What? When is this? What is a firework to mask? Uh, it's Can't October. Is it a Come on, guys. Or <laughs> <laughs> like whose birthday that's, is it? Oh, it's Halloween. The Halloween fireworks, because you know we it, can't go trick or treating. Yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> um, I know some people that are going to be putting their um, like they're, excuse me, like they're candy and stuff, like distant from the porch. You know what I mean? So people can still like walk by if they wanted to and pick up candy. Or, you know, pick up the whole entire pumpkin full of candy yeah, and or run. Something. Like I saw one on this post, uh, this guy, <laughs> he taped a PVC pipe to his railing of his stairs. And so uh -uh. when, um, Did shoot it down the stairs, Well, not shoot it, but yeah, put the candy down and it'll like slide down there and the kids can, you know, pick it up. So I thought that was pretty creative. And Is he washing his hands? <laughs> man, who knows? Um, like, for this year, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing for Halloween. Um, she got that little niece of yours. Hmm. Oh, there is. Uh, I am going through a, a Halloween drive through scare. Um, I'll be talking about it more um, probably next week. So there's going to be a bunch of events still happening. Even though, you know, Halloween is technically canceled, you know, <laughs> it's a holiday. Like, people are not going to stop. No. They're going to celebrate. They might even do something that's worse than trick-or-treating. Yeah. <laughs> so last year last year I was a vampire, and that was cool. This year 
um, on Little Red Riding Hood. I know it's kind of weird to say, but my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you're not the wolf? <laughs> no, my girlfriend's actually the wolf. She bought what? herself ears and like fangs and stuff, and she bought me a red cape, like what? a red hoodie cape. So I'm a, I'm a rock with it. You know, I have this picnic. <laughs> I have a picnic basket that I'm gonna use. You know, walk around with that thing, and you know, it's an, it's not to be something embarrassed about because it's Halloween. You're dressing up something that you're not. Yeah. You know, I am not Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> So, <laughs> but you know i can i can rock with it you know sometimes there here and there so it's pretty exciting what am i not let me see <laughs> superman wonder woman hey no i am wonder woman that's what everybody used to call me especially when you guys were all four in four store uh you, they're like 18 months apart you know right. and i would take you guys everywhere with me and they're like she's wonder woman She's doing because amazing things. Look I'm at that. I'm doing amazing things. She's taking all these little tiny kids with her everywhere she goes. How is she handling that? And and I was still in school with Liam and still in the master's program. And yeah, Doing your crazy. credentials and everything, right? Yep. Yeah. My two credentials and my master's. And I was pregnant with Liam in school. And I was like, wow, you're a nuts lady. You're a trooper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know what you want. You're going to go out and get it no matter what. You don't want anything to stop you. So I was actually um, listening to this uh, motivational speaker, and he was saying, you know, say your ABCs, ABC, you know, all the way to mm -hmm. Z. And it's like that's your goal from A to Z. And no matter what happens, you know, you get to Z, whether you break your leg or your tongue gets cut off. If you're or crawling. If you're crawling, as <laughs> long as you, you get fall. to Z. Yeah, it's not it's how, how you get up. <laughs> bingo yep <laughs> rambo or something I, I think that was rambo <laughs> I'm not sure. and i even tell my students that I, you know some of them are worried about this whole covid thing you know and and their uncles or their family and their moms and and they get a little bit scared so and honestly they should because it's, it's something different and not a lot of people um, know too much about it Oh, they were telling me all kinds of stuff that they heard. I'm like, what? <laughs> they hear it from their parents, do you know? They I was going to say, yeah, they, they didn't make it up. They probably just heard it from their parents, and their parents probably heard it from some friend or something. And, and then and then, and then, at first they're like, do we have to wear a mask at school online? And I'm like, <laughs> That's um, ridiculous. I don't think so. I don't think it transfers through <laughs> the computers. I don't think it's going to transfer through the computer. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to, like, finding out the truth you know there's a thing i keep like i say it's it's his truth her truth and well i'm sorry his side her side and then the truth you know so um you can hear all these things and whether it's true or not what you believe you know there's always two si there's actually three sides you know her side his side and the truth so it's kind of somewhere in between <laughs> somewhere in between you gotta you know ration it out so but i think the the fires are actually scared my kids worse than the covid did because they're like, there's fires everywhere. <laughs> I see the smoke, and we can't breathe. And then, and then you'll hear like a fire truck, and they're like, "Did you hear that? There's a fire truck." <laughs> there's a fire nearby. <laughs> yeah, I I woke up one morning, super uh, windy. My porch was trashed with like leaves and just like a bunch of dirt. So I go out one morning to go sweep it, and I couldn't breathe. There was so much smoke in the air. Like, it was just... Well, your Uncle Paulo said that he trapped himself in his bedroom because he's in Portland because the living room was so full of smoke he couldn't breathe. The air quality is like, I guess they call it 500 or something. 500, okay. Something like that. And so he, I think he actually put a towel under the door and trapped himself in the bedroom for like two weeks or something like that. That is obscene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for the people who are listening, and Mom, if you didn't know, on the scales, like 100 mm -hmm. is dangerous for people who have medical conditions, you know, uh, especially ones like lung conditions. Um, 200 is um, bad for everybody. So 500, that he must, was, that's something. He said he was choking. Like, and there was nowhere to go because all of Oregon was on fire. <laughs> there was like nowhere to go so except for his bedroom and shutting the door. And your Auntie Star was supposed to go visit him. And she's like, well, I guess I'm not going to go visit you now. So I'm going to Cabo. What? Go to Cabo. Go to Cabo, 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 Cabo her during the coronavirus. <laughs> her brother was trapped. <laughs> in his bedroom she said she got a really good deal <laughs> yeah actually spoiler alert for me um in november speaking of good deals uh because of the coronavirus disney world is open the one in florida and they have an amazing deal right now 
that pays for your airplane ticket, your resort, and everything except for food and merchandise. And it was food's a, a lot, though. Yeah, food is a lot. And, you know, it was <laughs> a goal of mine and my girlfriends to go eventually. And we thought we we're going to go, like, in our 30s, 40s, like, 10 years from Wait. now. Oh, so it's not girlfriend, wifey. <laughs> okay, that's just my guess. 10 years from now. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. My girlfriend now. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so we saw the opportunity. She called me. She's like, hey, um, you know, we're not going to get an opportunity like this again, especially, like, the pricing of how what the price is here at Disneyland. And so I was like, all right, you know, let's do it. Let's get our tickets. Let's do this. So I'm going to be going out there in November. And I'm be spending nine days out there. Now, my girlfriend, she micromanages um, my life. Not even just, like, certain things. Like, my whole life, she's just, like, you know. Uh, uh, she's she's like it. me. That's why I heard. Yeah, she's like, yeah. <laughs> so I like her, you know, because she she's like cool. me. <laughs> and so I didn't know we're going for nine days. I paid. I gave her the money. I was like, man, this is a lot of money. And I was like, how long are we staying there for? I thought it was going to be like the weekend, like three, four days, maybe. And she told me nine days. I was like, nine days. Like, what are we going to do? Don't sound so excited. Nine Listen. days. <laughs> nine days in Disney World. I'm going to die. Hey, I enjoy, <laughs> I, I enjoy Disney Disneyland. Um, but I heard it's a it's a different You're vibe. You're supposed to so. be like nine days. Wow, it's exciting. Yeah, I guess who's gonna be massaging my feet after <laughs> walking all that? She's the one that's gonna be like nine days. <laughs> I know, right? Nine days with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I get her a headache. All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, mom, for coming to visit You're and speak welcome. to you. Um, if you guys want to listen in on more, just listen to K, uh, KCAA. If you want some AA. dirt on him, you know, I'll come back and let you guys know. All right, you guys. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs>